Coming up on 5-Minute News. FDA chief apologises for overstating plasma effect on virus. Jacob Blake not likely to walk again after police shooting. And hundreds of thousands flee US coast ahead of Hurricane Laura. It's Wednesday, August 26. I'm Anthony Davis. Responding to an outcry from medical experts, Food and Drug Administration Commissioner Stephen Hahn on Tuesday apologised for overstating the life-saving benefits of treating COVID-19 patients with convalescent plasma. Scientists and medical experts have been pushing back against the claims about the treatment since Donald Trump's announcement on Sunday that the FDA had decided to issue emergency authorization for convalescent plasma taken from patients who have recovered from the coronavirus and are rich in disease-fighting antibodies. Trump hailed the decision as an historic breakthrough, even though the treatment's value had not been established. The announcement on the eve of the Republican National Convention raised suspicions that it was politically motivated to offset critics of the president's handling of the pandemic. It comes at a critical moment for the FDA, which under intense pressure from the White House is responsible for deciding whether upcoming vaccines are safe and effective in preventing COVID-19. The 35% figure drew condemnation from other scientists and some former FDA officials who called on Hahn to correct the record. I have been criticised for remarks I made on Sunday night about the benefits of convalescent plasma. The criticism is entirely justified. What I should have said better is that the data show a relative risk reduction, not an absolute risk reduction, Hahn tweeted. The FDA made the decision based on data the Mayo Clinic collected from hospitals around the country that were using plasma on patients in wildly varying ways, and there was no comparison group of untreated patients, meaning no conclusions can be drawn about overall survival. Some scientists worry the broadened FDA access to the treatment will make it harder to complete studies of whether the treatment actually works. Those studies require randomising patients to either receive plasma or a dummy infusion. Jacob Blake, the black man shot multiple times by police in Wisconsin, is paralysed and it would take a miracle for him to walk again, his family's attorney said yesterday, while calling for the officer who opened fire to be arrested and others involved to lose their jobs. The shooting in the back of Blake on Sunday in Kenosha while three of his children looked on was captured on cell phone video and ignited new protests over racial injustice in several cities, some of which have devolved into unrest. It came just three months after the death of George Floyd at the hands of Minneapolis police touched off a wider reckoning on race. They shot my son seven times seven times, like he didn't matter, said Blake's father, who is also named Jacob Blake, and who spoke to reporters alongside other family members and lawyers. But my son matters. He's a human being, and he matters. The 29-year-old was in surgery, said attorney Ben Crump, adding that the bullets severed Blake's spinal cord and shattered his vertebrae. 
Another attorney said there was also severe damage to organs. It's going to take a miracle for Jacob Blake Jr. to ever walk again, Crump said. After a night during which protests devolved into unrest, Wisconsin Governor Tony Evers called for calm while also declaring a state of emergency under which he doubled the National Guard's deployment in Kenosha from 125 to 250. Three of Blake's sons, aged three, five and eight, were in the car at the time of the shooting. It was the eight-year-old's birthday. Anger over the shooting has spilled into the streets of Kenosha and other cities, including Los Angeles, Wisconsin's capital of Madison, and in Minneapolis, the epicentre of the Black Lives Matter movement this summer following Floyd's death. Critics say the protests are encouraged by a lack of response from the White House, as Donald Trump refuses to engage with the Black Lives Matter movement. In the largest US evacuation of the pandemic, more than half a million people were ordered to flee the Gulf Coast on Tuesday as Laura strengthened into a hurricane that forecasters say could slam Texas and Louisiana with ferocious winds, heavy flooding and the power to push seawater miles inland. More than 385,000 residents were told to flee the Texas cities of Beaumont, Galveston and Port Arthur, where forecasters say as much as 13 feet of storm surge topped by waves could submerge whole communities. The National Hurricane Center projected that Laura would draw energy from warm Gulf waters and become a Category 3 hurricane before making landfall late on Wednesday or early Thursday, with winds of around 115 miles an hour. The strengthening may slow or stop just before landfall, forecasters also said. Ocean water was expected to push onto land along more than 450 miles of coast, from Texas to Mississippi. Officials urged people to stay with relatives or in hotel rooms to avoid spreading the virus that causes COVID-19. Buses were stocked with protective equipment and disinfectant as they would need to carry fewer passengers to keep people apart. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Please subscribe, rate and review us at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an independent production covering politics, inequality, health and climate. Delivering unbiased, verified and truthful world news daily. Faith in the news media has been challenged, making it even harder to get stories told. The Friday Reporter podcast was created to help audiences better understand the media by hosting journalists who will answer the questions to which we need answers. Join me every Friday to hear more.